Welcome to the Tej Talks Podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Property Duo, featuring Tej and James. Or Uncle James, as I've referred to these Uncle days. Uncle James, Uncle G. James, our saviour, our, our confidant. So uh, today, James, and everyone listening, James et al., we're going to call it, we're going to talk about education or education. Now, James and I covered this topic. James, this must have been early lockdown, like the month after March. What is that? April, isn't it? April. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not good at chronology. <laughs> okay, look, I know you've been locked up for a while, but you cannot forget your months, man. My four, I've been teaching this to my four-year-old son, and even he knows it. No, schooling was different back in your day when you when you used to have the cane and stuff, and it, you know. But you know, we were talking about education. Now that that podcast went down really well, and I think we shared some I don't know truths or realities with people that people really enjoyed, and that others don't really mention because. Uh, you know, it, it's one of these things where you kind of got to be careful what you say. Well, not if you're James, you just say whatever you want, which I'm sure he will. Well, today. After anyway, it, you know, yeah, Somebody exactly. Chase yeah. Me. When the letter comes from the solicitor, then, then you'll see. Um, uh, but we want to talk to you today about education. Now, our thoughts on it, how our views have changed on it. But also we want to talk maybe about what's happening in the wider world of education in property and how it's adapting or as typical property, not adapting to lockdown. So, James, you know, since we last spoke about education, which was, you know, yeah, a couple of months ago, has anything changed, in your opinion, from what you've seen as a sort of external person looking in, in the, you know, property training industry, education industry? Yeah, massively. But before I go into that, what I wanted to quickly say was, the part, I mean, when we started the property duo, it was started to provide people with good, solid education, you know, because we were just sharing our experiencing. So, you know, just in case people are wondering, they're new to the property duo and thinking, ah, oh, I'm only joining them in series two. Series two, series one was actually started on the basis of us giving you a load of free information. Not free, I mean, a load of information that we. Gems. Sorry? Gems. I said it's full oh. of gems. Golden nuggets. Golden nuggets, you a bingo. Right, let's play. Let's play property trainer bingo. <laughs> yeah. So it was formed on the basis of we wanted to give a lot of information to people that people were actually paying a shed load of money for, and we felt was a bit of a no-no. What's my opinions on education right now? I think education is massive, hugely massive. And you know what? Before I start talking about it a little bit more, I'm going to share something with you because people, actually, you can't see this. So there's no point in me showing you the book. But you know I'm a massive fan of Darren Hardy, yeah, The Compound Effect. Mm. A huge book, influenced me hugely. So I've actually joined his 42-week mentoring program, which kicks off in January. Wow. That's how much of an effect Darren Hardy's had on me. And I thought, you know what? If one tiny little book can change my life, what can a 42-week mentoring program do for me? Because I've just switched over from another mentor to this mentor. And how much I'm, is Darren asking for? Um, it's not that much, actually. It's about, I think it's about £1,000. Is it one? No, I assume it's with like a group of people. Yes, it is, it is with an online group of people, but it's with him uh, running it uh, twice a month on a Tuesday evening 
which is some kind of dodgy American time. And you get this lovely, glossy book, man, which I was just amazed at. But yeah, the point being that someone like me who's gone through quite a wide journey, I'm still educating myself. And I think more so during lockdown, what I've seen is I have seen a lot of the shit disappear. You know, a lot of that shit that used to be there all the time. You'd see it on your adverts. You see it pop up on your Facebook feed. It was constantly in your face. I, funny enough, have seen a lot of that stuff just disappear. And I've seen a lot of quality educational programs come up. You know, uh, I'm not going to name any, but stuff like, uh, you know, stuff to do with land development, stuff to do with new builds, really, really good, solid programs that have been written by people. In fact, you talked about it on one of your podcasts on um on land development, uh, the guy, the Millbank training. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about that. You know, I've seen some really solid ones come along, and I feel a lot of the shit has gone away. And I was looking at a statistic the other day for online education, and I think it was something like 364. Don't quote me on this. It must have been million or it might could possibly even be billion. I'll look it up in a minute uh, as a collective on what it's worth as a worldwide figure. So it's absolutely yeah. huge and it's growing. So my opinions are that during lockdown, a lot of the shit's gone away and there's some really, really nice programs that have come about that even I've opted for and investigated further into. I think, you know what? I think the shit has gone away by like default because you can't run events you can't have people running to the back. You can't create those same emotions, get those same neurotransmitters going, get that same feeling in people on Zoom as you could have in a room. So naturally, the adverts are going to disappear because, well, they haven't got somewhere to funnel those people for the next stage for then the next stage. So it kind of makes sense that, yeah, they have disappeared. And I've noticed that as well. And of course, the events themselves have kind of well they have disappeared factually because legally they basically have and because obviously free events you have to get a hundred people in to get 10 signed up and that's never going to work with any type of corona restriction and people are obviously not going to come out but what i haven't seen james is a like from the people who ran those big events not saying they're good or bad um probably bad they haven't taken the transition to oh shit the world is changing let's move from eating to takeaway let's move from pound coins to credit cards they haven't taken that shift they've kind of said it'll be back it'll you know what back. do you know why i reckon that is because a lot of these use is it is it nlp yeah nlp yeah. a lot of them use those nlp nlp tactics where you know they're using certain words like you said to to pull on your heartstrings emotions to get you in a position where you you kind of just say oh okay i'll sign up where do i sign please and i don't think you can do that with zoom because somebody's sitting in their house no matter what nlp you try guy could be sitting there in his juddies and just go you know what <laughs> fuck off mate i'm not <laughs> signing up i'm not reaching for my credit card look you can see it but you're not having it, baby. So like you say, I think it's automatically occurred because they can't use that old bully boy tactic or the NLP emotions pulling at the heartstrings. Yeah, and the thing is, right, if you're going to switch to to an online platform, really the upsell or the sell into it comes from the landing page and it comes from your brand and having discussions. But if you're a marketeer, like a lot of these trainers are, yeah, they may have invested or they pretend to or whatever. They're very good marketeers. Their profiles, their pages, their YouTubes, whatever, although they seem to be investing, it's marketing. And therefore, if someone looks at that and says, okay, well, I want to get training from this person. Yeah, they can still fall for the marketing. 
But if that person's actually really investing and that's what they're showing and building their brand around them actually being an investor, then that kind of sell is already 50% done because someone's like, well, they're doing it. You know, the next thing is just to explore the platform, explore what it is. And I think a lot of them haven't adapted yet, but I mean, they're going to have to, because yes, you know, we are going to return to some form of normality, but everyone's lazier. Everyone wants to do things in their own time. Yes. We miss networking. Yes. As soon as this is over, everyone's going to run back to going networking, but you know, they, I, I just feel that typical in property, there hasn't really been enough of a shift as there could have been. Does the technology exist? Are we ever going to return to any kind of normal? Or is there going to be a new world? Well, if everyone's vaccinated and it becomes just another flu, then yeah, you know, but our attitudes are going to be a new normal, right? Of, oh, I'm so used to doing it from home. I'm so used to, the, you know, but, but it's like anything, right? You hold a, a lot of energy in, when it opens up, it explodes out. And mm. therefore with us being, being locked in, being blah, blah, blah. And now as we're, you know, recording this, obviously people listen to it a lot later when we're in tier nine or whatever, <laughs> you know, things, we, we must go to tier nine. We must, we must protect. <laughs> you know, it's like when the doors are open, everyone's going to be flooding out. Well, like we are, we're humans, we're social. So I think we are going to return to some type of normality i don't understand this tier four nonsense man i went down the road today main road and it is heaving people are everywhere you know i thought rest- close. shops are meant to be closed and stuff like man that. i tell you what romford road which is in east london is not closed that's cause, yeah, that's cause it's just and people get around it so easily they have these big banners outside their shop saying if you want something phone this number you know and the shops shut mm. us down people are still trading away tier four it's just a load of nonsense. At the end of the day, though, what are you supposed to do? If you want a business like that in retail, I mean, I'm sorry, but, pff, you know, the government aren't necessarily going to help like that. You know, my kind of response is give a shit, you know? Yeah, if I was a business owner in that situation, what, like, you, you either... Shake it up. Yeah, like, you either survive or you don't, like, as a business. And a lot of businesses aren't surviving. So, and I think these training businesses will survive because they have cash at hand, they have cash at bank. There aren't big costs to it. But James, I mean... I think you're someone who's always been quite um, pro-education, right? You've always been someone who's quite for it, shown by your continuous mentorship or education or whatever. I, on the other hand, have probably been... How would you describe my previous views on education, James? I think... I don't think you hated it. I just thought, you know, my thoughts with you and education was that you could go and get the advice for nothing, somewhere and i'm sure you probably could but you would have to spend a lot of time delving through some information going through this book going through that book to get there you know it's like it's like saying hey ted you're going from london to birmingham you don't actually know the route but it might be this it might be this it might be this it might be this and no doubt you will figure it out but if somebody said to you ted you're going from here to here you're cycling from here to here here's the blueprint here's the map you're going to stop here have a nando's here you're going to have a drink here you're going to meet this mm. person you know, they've laid out the map for you. I just felt you wanted to make it a little bit more difficult on yourself. And I think you being younger, it's not a mm. bad thing, you know, because you can do it. I think anybody who may be a little bit older might just want to have a nice solid blueprint to follow. But I don't think you hated it, but you were, you know, you didn't mind calling out the shysters and, you know, the guys who were just there for the peas and you didn't call them by their names, but, you know, you dropped some <laughs> subtle clues. And I think that's why you probably got a lot more hate than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, you know what? My view was exactly that. It was like, well, 
yes, you know, I can get from A to B myself, but as I've learned, it cost me more. It lost me a lot more. It cost me a lot of stress where if I had learned, and again, you know, this, you know, to be fair to myself, this kind of thing wasn't available when I started, or at least I didn't think it was, I couldn't find it where it literally told you, you know, to the level of what boards do you use in a bathroom? We've been talking about this hot topic lately. Mm, mm. I can't think of a single trainer who would ever say like, you know, like we did on our HMO day, here's the seven different boards you can use. Here's the price range. Here's why one's better than the other. Here's what you should probably use. Here's the science behind plasterboard versus cement. And here's what happens after 10 years left in what, like, we went you know to the level is, they're teaching it they're not doing it they're not living it mm. that's the difference we're doing it living it we're going through the pain we're losing the money we're making the mistakes we've got all the fuck-ups we've got the leaks we've got everything you know mm. we've got all wounds all over us we're not in a nice suit or you know nice trendy khaki sitting in a flipping warehouse somewhere delivering a badge of course <laughs> you know and it's all about oh how nice can you make this what fireball color you're going to use here what are you going to do here no i ain't interested in that shit i want to know if my bathroom's tanked and it's not going to leak that's true fire and ball make nice colors though big up yourselves fire and ball if you're listening we will accept sponsorship from fire and ball uh james you know what that's that's that's, that's a good point and i think like i couldn't find something like that right and so i learned the hard way but and and look like you said you can learn whatever you want about whatever you want, however you want, you can get it for free. You can get it by taking people to Nando's, picking their brains, blah, blah, blah. But as it did for me, it took me six months of that to then get to a place where I still fucked up and made mistakes. So, you know, I spent six months doing that. Great. I was ahead of people who spent a week doing it, but you know, bloody hell, it's, I still messed up along the way, even with like a Facebook, you know, groups and communities to still help. Imagine if I did something at the start or I had someone along the way who was just five or six more properties more experienced than me who could say, you know what, on my sixth refurb, we did it differently to the first one and we did X, Y, Z because, oh, you know what, Don't tell your Sparky not to put it there because of blah, blah, blah. And like these little, little things, as we both know, cost £10, £30, £100, times it by 10, times it by 12, you know, in buy-to-let land, you're losing 10, 20% of your ROI. So I think, you know, to people listening, it can be done for free and it can be done by paying for it. You know, free will take longer. Free will be like James said, disjointed. You'll learn this from James, this from Tej, this from this person's Facebook, this from our special guest today, this from that. And then you kind of have to piece it together. And it just doesn't always work for some people. Some people say, I want to quit my job in X many months. I want to, you know, do this. I want to do that. I want to, I've got this amount of cash. I have nothing else. I can't afford to mess around. Then you need to consider doing some type of education. And what changed my mind was looking at my, literally my spreadsheets on some of my flips and seeing it go from, oh, we were going to make 20 grand profit. Okay. 18, 15, 10, eight, zero minus five. That happened on one of my flips. It went from 20 to minus five K and actually now it's the one I put on my story. I'm still having to fix some of the fucking snags on it. So actually it's probably minus five and a half, but the, all this stuff. And obviously the, 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 you know, the buyer expected a ready-made buy to let, and I expected to give him one. Um, but that happened on one project will happen on multiple, but that example, like James going from 20 plus to minus five K when I've got investors to yeah, pay back who yeah, also yeah. That is paying their interest, it leaves you in a shit situation. Had I had someone or something, 
it would have been 20k profit you know what the thing is i know firsthand that these mentoring programs work especially if you're on a good one you know the last one i was on okay i used that mentoring program to get my ass in gear to be accountable to get my systems and processes in place i wasn't there for the main core of it but i watched people in this group come along who were you know who were shy as a little tiny mouse and then suddenly within weeks they've got a whole investor profile built you know they've got a whole investor pack built and then you're speaking to these same people five or six weeks later in the same group and they've raised twenty thousand pounds or thirty thousand pounds <laughs> and it's like a celebration because they have literally followed a process and then they're there calling agents you know they followed up touch point one touch point two touch point three they followed the blueprint system and i noticed the people that followed it to the t a massive success you know now or maybe property free four whereas a year ago they were like oh shit where i've got no money i'm just about scraping enough money to pay my mentorship fee you know and those are the people i know that it really really works for you know because you get on a solid program these programs don't you know a good program will say to you look i can deliver you the information there's a good chance you're going to fail because mm-hmm. you're not going to do it. The ones that tell you that, I feel, are the ones that you want to be on that will deliver you everything you need. They give you the recipe. You know, they teach you how to make the cake, but they don't teach you how to bake it and taste it and eat it and Ooh, live it. Oh, put down a T-shirt. Damn. Okay. They give you... I like... That's good. That's true. They give you the recipe. Yeah. But... It's then, like you. If you like to make bread and pasta, you've got a perfect recipe, yeah? Mm. What happens? Perfect every if you time. Don't, if you don't put the right bits in, if you don't know what you're doing, it's it could go to shit. But and that's actually a really good analogy there. Well done, James. You're on this wordplay. You've been reading lately, haven't you? You've been up in your vocabulary and stuff. What what it's about is that... I got pulled up by the spell police this morning on fucking Instagram. I mean, to be honest, your grammar sometimes, honestly. Listen, listen. I, if you I, think I, James's grammar is bad, send him a DM, please. Um, oh, yeah, your and your with the oh, oh Lord, somebody's fault, you know, picking on somebody's faults, you know. Sorry, it's just it's a, you're a polished guy, so you know. Um, it's like anything, right? If if we, someone gives us both a recipe for butter chicken, mine's gonna be better than yours. We know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> it will be. Hey, listen, but if Gurney was doing it, oh no. yeah. If listen, if she was doing it, then it's you know, then it's beef, then it's a real beef thing. But th- that's the difference, right? Is that I know when to put the masala in, when it has to cook, how long it has to, the smell, the colour, all these little things that you or someone else doesn't know. And if if we were doing a new build, you would have a hundred times more knowledge on what to do than I would. I'd be like, oh yeah, here's the instructions, here's how we do it. But you would say, um, actually, in my experience, blah, blah, blah. and that can save me thousands of pounds. Because what people forget is, yes, you save money on profit and rent and stuff, but every day your property is not cash flowing you it's a, it's a liability it's, it, you're mm-hmm. losing money you've got a bridger you've got an investor to pay people don't think about that opportunity cost or that lost cost um and and that's a good point actually about if a course says to you people are listening if a course says to you oh yeah you know get your first deal in two weeks some t- or deal finding you know bonanza whatever you want to you know call it and they sort of guarantee it or they not guarantee it but they come with so much confidence they're basically guaranteeing it like you can't believe them because what if you're a dickhead? If you're listening to this right now, what if you're a dickhead? And you and you go home afterwards and you're like, our new series on Netflix, cool. And then for two weeks you sit on your ass doing that. You know how could they have? How can they guarantee that? So you, you know like, what? There's a lot of people that think just because they part with some money to a mm, trainer 
that the trainer's going to do the work for you. It doesn't work like that, man. Never. It does not work like that at all because I've been on, you know, I've been on a little Instagram course with one of our other guests, Chris Taylor, who's, mm. you know, on, who joined us on this series great too. Great content, yeah. And, you know, he's got masses of great content and he says it all the time. He goes, I can, you know, I can give you the spoon, but I can't feed you. I can put That's the true. food on the spoon. I can hand it to you. It's your job to put it in your mouth. It can slip. It can fall. It can, you know, it might not go in your mouth. But, and I think a lot of people think, oh, if I give you £20,000, will you make me rich? Um, <laughs> no, but a shady trainer will tell you, hell yeah, give me 50 and I'll make you a multi-millionaire. In 7.9 days. And you know <laughs> what, though? I'm going to say something a little bit controversial here. So people, please at me on the gram if you're feeling that beef. Let's do it. A lot of people fall for stupid tricks. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. Because at the end of the day, yeah, I get you're new to business. You're new to whatever. But do you think next mans are going to put on a free show in a venue? Although the hotel is pretty shit. Invite X many people over in order to give you actual genuine value. Look, how much? Okay, look, you get you get genuine value for free on podcasts and ebooks and things like that. You do, I agree. But how much genuine value are you going to get from someone when there's a sunken cost, i.e. the venue cost, the food, the marketing, and whatever? How much free value are you going to get? it's obviously an upsell, but that's fine because some courses are going to be amazing and that upsell fine because it's actually selling something amazing. But a lot of people fall for once I was afraid I was petrified. You know, I was in credit card debt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people just big tune. By the oh man, you killed it. You killed it. <laughs> Big shown, but like people <laughs> rewind, <for that. laughs> rewind. People fall for that, and then they're like, "Oh, I can't believe I spent twenty thousand pounds on a course." And I'm like, "I can believe you did because you didn't think." Like, you know, is it going to be a one-time offer there and then, and they run this event every weekend? What you think it's just now on the thirty seventh of the month of the ninth? Do you what? Like, I think there's a lot of common sense behind it. But it, you know what it is, James? It's the NLP. It's the excitement. It's the, you know, oh my God, wow, I'm going to be financially free. And yeah, let's do it. And then you get home and you're like, oh, shit. Buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse. And then you try to get out of it. And then they, they, with the 14-day cooling off period, which I believe is a legal thing. And of course they say, no, blah, blah, blah. It's a business to business contract, blah, blah, blah. whatever. But look, I do have some no, I don't have sympathy. Sorry. I, I don't know if it's quite a difficult thing to, to have sometimes in certain situations. I have an understanding of why people will fall for that NLP shit because it works. It's You again, know what? Hot tip to anybody going to any of these trainings. Why don't you watch something? You know, watch something on YouTube about NLP and see what tactics are used because it's quite clear, mate. They are emotional. They're certain words. They'll share a story. It's a lot of storytelling. Mm. It's a lot of boring the hell out of you into submission. You know, so know High what fives. you're faced with. And who was it who said always, always, I think Davinda said it, didn't she? Always, 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 always leave your credit card at home and don't take it with you. Yeah. Even if you've got Amex and you're going to get lots of air miles, leave <laughs> that shit at home because those air miles are the air miles of regret. You know, mm. the air miles of sorrow. Is what they are. When you're sitting full plane, you're going to be thinking, "Oh my god, I gave that Mr. Manchester my passe." I could have got, I could have got a, a massage there in Thailand when we land, but I can't afford it now because it was all on the course. And, ah! So, James, you know what? I think in response to this stuff, um, 
I think it's important to kind of give credit where credit's due because of course there are training courses out there which produce year on year people who go and do fantastic things. We've both had, you know, various people on our podcast who've mentioned various things and they are out there. I'm um, actually the person who's our guest speaker is a trainer. Um, I, you know, I really like him as a person. I think he's, he's hilarious as well. You know, people definitely go follow him. Great energy, episode. Big energy. Um, but I think for people like, and, and this, you know what? So I launched my book, right? And it had a certain amount of value in it. Now, I actually realized this as I was writing. I was like, hold on a minute. You can't do videos in here. You can't do audio. You can't do screen share. You can't talk through every single tiny little thing because actually people don't want that. They want a, a broad, but kind of jumping in a little bit introduction into property and doing BRR, which is what I gave. And then afterwards, I thought, hold on a minute. Like, why has, and not, as far as I know, not many people have done this or anyone. Why has no one created some learning for people that's modular and they can do in their underwear or, you know, people imagining James in your underwear, please stop. Um, or, you know, in their, in their wrong, whatever. Man. You're scaring me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I scared myself just, just thinking of it. Um, you know, why isn't there anything around that people can do in the comfort of, well, what, wherever, whatever the hell, like however they want to do it. And so I set up my e-learning, which actually, James, you did a little, you did like 40 minutes of video for it, I think. I did. Yes. Yes. And you gave away a free template, didn't you as well? I did. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did you, cause look, you obviously, you are an education guy, right? I haven't paid for education. Oh no, I ha- tell a lie. I have paid for education. Um, FCA raising finance course. Um, what did you think of it as someone who pays for education and has seen the back end? Look, not only do I pay for education, but most people don't know that I am actually an educator. I am a trained teacher. You know, I can teach in the UK. I have lectured in a university. I've worked in a college. So I understand the education system. And frankly, it's broken. The old system is broken. Mm. You know, making people follow a module is just bullshit. Okay. Now it needs to be more interactive. We live in a digital age. And I think the first thing that stuck out about your platform when I saw it was number one, the masses of value. Number two, how ni- how nicely everything was strategically placed out. You know, people could chronologically work through all this. There's little quizzes in there. So you are actively involved. You know, you want to get on and get involved and, you know, get things right. So you're going to get little rewards. And the fact that you went to the extent of getting professionals involved to give their, you know, to give their take on certain topics that, Yes, yes, you can talk about, but you can't talk about it on a professional level. Like, you know, for example, um, uh, for PCS Legal, you know, mm-hmm. we spoke to him and it was mind blowing. And to mm. have that in your educational program that people can refer to it was, was phenomenal. And I think the way you've laid it out, most people have a Dropbox or a Google Drive that they use. Which is just send- cheap, no. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm not dissing it because I know, you know, I know a, a fantastic trainer who's done that. She's got this, you know, she's used a Dropbox, but recently moved to an online Kajabi platform because she realizes the importance of it. You know, mm. it's hugely, hugely important. So I think yours is absolutely fantastic, mate. And I think, in fact, I personally feel you've given too much value for what was for what it's going for. There's just too much in it. And I was shocked that you managed to produce that in such a short period of time as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, seven days of um, 
yeah let's say not eating properly not showering properly it was, it was a madness it was the missus was not happy but it had to be done had to be done in those seven days so now i appreciate that you know what the thing is i spent time deciding on the platform because kajabi and teachable and quite a few of them are very good at the sales element so they've got great funnels great landing pages but i kind of went against that so i chose learn worlds which is actually well the sales on it i'd say it's pretty bad there isn't much of a funnel isn't much of a landing page um but it just i don't know the, the, the actual platform itself is so much better and so much easier to learn from so i chose that instead to be honest it's yeah maybe less sales but it's, it's a nicer platform so uh james the, the, sorry the fact that you paid for it as well is, is, is <laughs> it not must be good <laughs> and it's, it's not cheap it is definitely not cheap either per month. So yeah, but look, a lot of people signed up recently. Well, I say recently when this is being recorded. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to their testimonials and there's already been some good ones. So I think it's time to shake it up, James. I know you've got Our a little guest cheeky... is waiting. Our guest is waiting, mate. Go well, on, let's... before we get him on. I was just going to say, you. I know you got a little potential uh, <clears throat> piece coming out. Well, yeah, there, you know, there is a little e-learning there. People who want to learn about HMOs, they're always reaching out to me and saying, hey, James, I love how you're so real with your content and you share all the mistakes you make over the successes. So I thought, you know what? It's time we put a blueprint in place that shows people how to go from step one to step 450, whatever it is, until your HMO is ready to let. So a nice little e-learning program. You want to find out about it, DM me. It is by registration and application only, so it's not open to the masses. Cool. Let's bring in our guest. TJ, listen, welcome. Welcome to the Property Deal Podcast. You know what? It's it's a real pleasure to have you here, man. Me and James both love your content. You make us laugh. Um, you make us think. I mean, you post a lot. Like Some people post a lot, but you post a lot, a lot. Like I'm always seeing you, which is great because I'm always learning. I'm always laughing. I'm always... I mean, some of the stuff people tell you, and sure, we'll get to that, some of your the, the secrets that they send you. And you, I mean, you you're like, I don't know, you're just like the. I'd love to aunt. see his DM list, man. Yeah. I'd love to see. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it's pure filth in those. Don't want to see that. Into his DM. <laughs> don't want to see that stuff. <laughs> so, um, TJ, we want to talk to you about a few different things today, right? So, mm-hmm. education, mentorship, we're going to cover kind of at the latter end, but first. We want to talk about rent to rent because mm-hmm. me and James don't do it. We yeah. haven't had many guests on it. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, you don't actually make profit till like the ninth month and it's someone else's asset. And some are like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts on rent to rent? Rent to rent, in my opinion. I, I, so I'm, I, I'm, I would say I'm doing a number of things in property now. So commercial conversion, buy to let, um, rent to rent, deal packaging. I still stand on the fact that I think rent to rent is probably the best property strategy out there now of course yeah similar to what you're gonna say is the same thing everyone says as well well you don't own the asset at the end of the day who gives two craps i'm talking about right now because Mm. the most important thing right now again depending on, on your age is increased income that gives you the freedom to be able to do what you want to do so mainly with my audience the truth is and and i and i don't hide this and you guys know i speak very loudly about the black community what we need is more income significantly so we can buy more stuff we can do more we can be more we can step away from our work if we need to so forget about the whole idea of capital appreciation ain't no one care about capital appreciation when you ain't got no money to pay your bills today does that make sense so again as i said for me as i'm starting to make money and i'm starting to think about my future i'm now gravitating towards capital appreciation 
ownership, legacy, having something tangible that someone can't rip from underneath me. But at the moment, all I care about is being able to pay my bills, being able to pay for my office, being able to increase my standard of living. So that's why I say rent to rent is the best because it's low entry, Mm -hmm. which means you genuinely can. And I know we get some gurus out there that say you can start with no money. I think that's all BS. Money needs to go somewhat into the deal, whether it's your money or someone else's money. You've got to pay for solicitors at at the least. That's at least the one thing you've got to pay for. But in rent to rent, you can scrape together at least £700 to £1,000 and get good at negotiating, and you can actually get started. It might be a crappy deal that earns you £100 per month, but realistically, if you put £700 into something and it's going to make you £100 per month, forget about your time. Forget about what your time is worth, because everyone says, my time is worth a million pounds, but you don't even earn £10 a year. Your time's not worth anything at this moment. But in my mind, it's it's simple EJ, yeah, sorry, mate. Can I can I just stop you there a second? Yeah. Your mic is hitting your coat, and we're going to get a load of. Uh, yeah, let me take that coat audio. off, bruv. Let me take the coat off, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so just but, but as you're talking, just make sure it doesn't move around because it's sensitive. So even when it hits your body, we hear it. Should I take the mic? Yeah, take it off then. It'd be, it'd be yeah. Easier that way. I need that freedom to talk. Then. You know, you know what it is. It's that big chest in it. So you know what? That's that's a really interesting point. Yeah, and I kind of I, I get that. It's like so what? It makes money. So who cares if you don't own it? Like who? Because you like it makes total sense. But is it something you would do like for 10, 30, 50 years and just do rent to rent? No, I'll tell you why. Um, as you get deeper into stuff. No matter what it is, you start to encounter issues. So right from the beginning, when you start anything, you're still, you're moving on pure energy. You're moving on pure excitement. Oh my God, wait, I didn't know I could make money from property. Now I'm making money from property. And then you start to grow and you start to see the real issues. And then you then weigh up and say, do you know what? Is it kind of worth my time? Is it worth all this energy I'm putting in? And is there another structure that I can create that doesn't require me to live and breathe this this specific business? But again, for any brand new person, while you still got the motivation before life punches you in the face, before the landlords take their properties back, before you lose money or you spend too much money on a deal, yeah, absolutely. Start it. Learn from people like us, all three of us that share open, candid information Learn from us so that you don't make the same mistakes we've made. But yeah, absolutely. Start looking for things that you can plug your money into that has the, the potential for exponential growth. And that's not rent to rent. TJ, what's your response to people that say, okay, rent to rent is just like getting a glorified job. All you are is creating yourself a job and all you're doing is changing light bulbs. Cause I hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I heard this, I heard this at a PPN event when we had a, we had a nice, uh, and nice not, guest, no, yeah. you know, who is in the room? Mr. Napa. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as the speaker said, nah, fuck rent to rent. He was literally like, no, no, no everyone, <laughs> everyone looked at Napa and Napa just went like this. <laughs> I would have put my hand up. I would have put my hand up. You know what? Um, I think I've heard, I can't remember the name of the guy. Um, I think I've heard a similar guy say the same thing. And the truth is this. I don't know why people get upset about it. The truth is the truth. 
it's a job. At the end of the day, it is a job. I can't, I can't spin it any other way. There is no point trying to spin it any other way. The truth is this. You're in a shit situation or you're not in the best situation. You want to change your life. Be willing to put in the work. There's mm. no point glorifying it and saying, well, no, we are technically investors. The truth is rent to rent, rent to renters. We're partial investors because we've invested money, but we're technically entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs, we're willing to do the graft. And what we're hoping and praying for is that all the effort, the time that we're putting in sooner rather than later, based on economies of scale, it can kind of rebalance itself. I now earn enough to be able to pay for a property manager and I'll earn enough to be able to put a system in place. But the truth is, yeah, you're changing life. You are a glorified landlord. But guess what? I haven't had to buy the property. So ha ha, Mr. Landlord, you bought the property. You, you're you renting your property to me for a thousand pound per month. I'm making 500 pound a month, but you put down 25%, which is, let's say, 25,000 pounds to buy this property. And I've put down 700 pounds. Well, I'm earning 50% of what you've put in. That's my perspective on it. No one can change my mind on this. No one can say <laughs> rent to rent is not the baddest thing on, on earth, bro. <laughs> you, know it's, you know, when you put it like that, it makes sense, right? It's like, yes, there's this, maybe it's, maybe it's an ego thing about owning assets. Mm-hmm. It's about, and I get, you know, as you said, for the long term and for, you know, legacy and wealth and like, I get that. Of course, capital appreciation, especially in parts like London is life-changing. Just sitting there on your ass is life-changing for 10 years. But like you said, people ain't got 10 years. They need money now, tomorrow, and yesterday. So, you know, with the kind of... Another thing people say about rent-to-rent, and maybe I've actually wondered is, right, so you put in the 700,000, whatever it is, you know, maybe you got to furnish it. Maybe you got to spend a little bit more. Let's say you got a kind of, you know, a more normal deal and you're not the best negotiator. How long is it before you actually start to make money back? So obviously you've got... Let's say you put in three grand on average how long is it before the profit goes past that and you actually make profit oh so you just said let's assume you've got a normal deal so let's strip Mm. out having to furnish let's strip out um paying a saucer so let's say around three thousand pounds you're looking at maybe six months you're looking at six Mm. months then if we flip it on the head with regards to what you guys do i know james does a bunch of developments in fact i know you do a bunch of work as well check this you're not getting your money out in two three months either no, 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 not at all. I, I've seen the, the, the one that James is working on at the moment. It looks amazing, by the way. I don't know how long that's going to go on for, but you've got <laughs> tens and ten. In fact, you've got £146,000. Oh, figures. Oh, 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 oh. I've got, I've got 163 when I finish. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So you've got 163 tied up in that deal. Yes, what you're going to get at the back end is going to be amazing, but you're not getting your money back. How, how long has that, that project been going on for? But well, you know, I've I've lost rent since February with that project. I haven't been paid since February. I'm up keeping a mortgage and then I'm putting my own funds into the project. See, so so again, the point is no, I'm gonna be at let's just say I'm gonna be at two hundred, maybe a tad over two hundred thousand pounds by the time that's ready to let in lost rent and, and all costs. The liability. <laughs> so, so so check this part, check this. Now imagine a brand new person having to stomach potentially 200,000 pounds. I'm not saying it's lost, but I'm talking about you're not going to sleep at night. This is why it's I not going to happen. No, you're right. You're right. It's not going to happen because I know for a fact, even when I started rent to rent and I put even a thousand pound in, I'm like, yo, if this stuff doesn't work, I'm a thousand pound down. 
So imagine a brand new person because they go on all these training courses, not they go on all these events where they tell you, you don't need a trainer, you don't need a mentor, you can learn it all on YouTube. <laughs> I'm saying, yo, bro. So James, imagine someone trying to learn everything you're doing straight off YouTube, literally straight off. It's going to take you 100 years, but you're going to lose 400K. But yeah. guess what? You've now saved yourself the 500 to 1,000 pounds you were going to pay a mentor. You know what? This is music to my ears because we just spoke about <laughs> the very same thing just before you came on, that it takes a lot longer. You end up making a lot of mistakes. And Ted said it himself, where he should have made 20,000 pound profit, he's at minus 5,000 pounds, yeah. you know? And they don't teach you that on an education. No, of course, of course they're not going to teach you that. They're going to tell you you're going to become a millionaire tomorrow. But the problem is people... So there are two people in this world. It's the people that want to buy into the whole hype. They don't want to hear the truth. And I've realized that. Mm. A lot of people don't end up training with me because when I'm giving you realistic figures and I'm saying, yo, if you're getting started in service accommodation, I teach you how to make £433 per month. And then they're looking at me saying, yo, this guy don't know what he's talking about. How's this guy going to teach me £400 a month? It's not worth my time. Then they run somewhere else and someone's telling them two racks a month in some shoddy little village somewhere where there's no hotels or no human beings, but they go there. Or guess what? They go on YouTube and they try and learn it themselves. Now, I don't know how they're, I've been watching what you're doing. Bro, I don't recommend it for someone who ain't got a strong <laughs> Secondly, I don't recommend it for someone who hasn't even made mistakes yet. Don't start even doing buy to let. I know buy to let's probably simple, but don't even start buying a property yet until you've made a few mistakes and you know what your attitude to risk is. You know mm. what your temperament is. You know where they, you, if you're married, bro, you don't even want to start doing any developments until you know <laughs> no, what Listen, I'm doing. married and I've got two kids and I'm still taking risks. Then you want to see it, bro. I have sleepless days. Not nights, days. I'm going to tell you that you can learn everything yourself. And I think it's so idiotic. I think spend time looking for the right mentor. Absolutely. Don't just jump and pay Tom, Dick and Harry. Hold on. What (laughs) is the right, how, so obviously we look at education. We've, we've literally got 101 choices. Okay. Look, 99% of them say the same shit. Fine. So it's easy to self-select, but it's not if you don't know NLP and you don't know their tricks. So if someone listening to this is like, hi, I want to do property. How can that absolute beginner find the right mentor or trainer? What would you advise? Do you know what? The, the only thing, and again, I wish I had one of my books here. In fact, so I don't know if you guys have read this, Persuasion. But yes, great yeah, book. Cool. So his first book, Robert's first, I call him Robert like he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but his first book, Influence, talks about social proof. Social proof is the foremost, most dynamic way in which humans make decisions. Going back to historic days, we learned how to watch what other people were doing so that we learned how to do it that way. So we didn't know. So essentially, look at it this way. And I know we don't have all the time in the world, but you guys know I like to talk. So we've got to, we've got to bear with it. Hey, listen, we're ready to listen, man. You, cool, you tell cool, us. Cool. So back in the days, let's say someone was about to cross the road. There was a big fat dinosaur about to run them over. But they would know that a dinosaur's coming and a dinosaur's going to kill you because they've seen someone else get killed by a dinosaur. So we learn through other people's actions. That's why we see Amazon, we see eBay, we see any large tech company. What do they? What's the basis for their business? It's reviews. It's what other people are telling us about it. So if you want to look for a mentor, the first thing you want to look for is feedback. What are other people saying about? Stop believing what the individual says because when you come to my events, I tell you I'm the best. I've paid money to get you into that room. So I'm not going to say, hey, guys, by the way, I'm okay. You know, I can get a bit angry sometimes or I'm a bit impatient. No, ask for reviews, not one review, not two reviews, a handful of reviews. 
and then pick out whether this person is actually suitable. Analyze the reviews, spend the time analyzing the reviews and feel free to reach out to the people. I've, I've got this one guy, he want, he's been saying he wants to do my mentorship for maybe six, seven months. He's contacted every single one of my mentees. Because I sent him a list. I sent him a list. I said, hey, you know what? Here are a bunch of people that I've worked with. And every single one of them have come back and said, this guy keeps messaging me, asking me, how's it going? What's this going? I think he's trying to catch me out. Well, you can't catch me out because I'm the best. But it's not, <laughs> I don't say I'm the best because I'm the best. But I'm saying my mentees, because of the value that I put in, will vouch for me. So if, you're, if you are looking for a mentor, ask for reviews. And if someone's got a problem with telling you who they've worked with, then maybe that's a sign. And what about like, you know, actually, this always puzzles me. And maybe you can explain it in a really clear way is that you have people who are good uh, property investors and good trainers and good educators. That's a minority. So and like you said, social proof, you go on their Instagram, you see them on site, you know, stuff's getting built. They're doing shit. Great. But then you have the ones who arguably make more money than them, which is the marketeers, which is you go on their page and it's wink wink not sales wink wink sales but they make so much fucking money but the people who are legit don't seem to what's this about explain this world to me it's marketing it's marketing it's a polished turd what's that that, (laughs) it's a polished turd it's shiny poo that's what it is is. shiny poo absolutely i think the people who are genuinely in property um they need to the the truth is they need to and i blame myself for this Um, i've seen a number of people come into service accommodation and lose money I don't want to use the word scammed. Yet they've been scammed because they've gone to the wrong person who has no clue. And I've blamed myself multiple times because I've said if I had literally pulled my finger out and I had worked on more marketing, then they would have seen me instead of going to to this person. So, again, the people who they know they don't add any value, I think they just know that they can shout and maybe they... They're similar to me in a sense. I'm very charismatic, just jump up and down and chat a lot of shit. But at the end of it, speak my language. Right now, so. now you can say what you like, man. Oh, James has yeah, already gone off. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I don't know. I don't know the real answer to that. I don't know the real answer. I think. Do you think the people are to blame because they are giving in and just being a bit, you know, I don't know. They're not thinking it through. I think everyone has to take some responsibility because I, again, there's, in our minds, there's probably a prominent person who, who's also probably guilty of doing this stuff i think we have to take some i think some, we, we do have to take some responsibility as i said i'm in a per, um, process of a purchase and the purchase is taken forever because i've chosen a very crappy solicitor i can blame the solicitor and say oh my god you're rubbish you're rubbish but at the end of the day i chose that person i did my little research which wasn't enough and the solicitor's a pile of crap but yeah, they've gone on holiday for the last hundred years, and I don't know <laughs> if they're coming back. But I think as as an as an entrepreneur, so anyone planning to get into property, you're an entrepreneur, so you've got to kind of learn to take some responsibility for your decisions as well, um, and just accept that there are a bunch of people that are out to take your money. I think it was a guy called um, Mark Cuban, the guy on Shark Tank. He mm. said, "Work hard as if there's someone working twice as hard to steal all your money from you." So you've got to be focused on doing everything you can to also protect your money. Don't just throw your money at someone because you get a good feeling. Your feeling is absolutely nonsense. Intuition is based on your experience. So, for example, James, now you know what to look for when you when you when you've got a builder coming on site and the builder's giving it all the big and you're saying, yeah, you know what, mate? Um, I think I could do that for two thousand pounds. When you know the real quote is ten k, you know, you, but that's your intuition based on 
past experiences. Yeah. But then you get people saying, no, I've got a gut feeling, but your gut feeling is based on nothing. So you are going to fail. So I think just take time. Don't rush into anything. Take time and watch out for if it's a genuine offer. I've had to rechange my training structure a bit because I used to do the whole, listen, guys, buy my training course today. Otherwise, the price is going to go up. And I found myself trying to be honest by increasing my price each time. And I'm like, hold on, you've just priced yourself out of the market completely. (laughs) If you're saying it usually costs 500 pounds and if you buy it tomorrow, it's going to be 700. So I've got to change it to 700. Then the next person has gone to 1,000, it's gone to 10,000. So I think look for genuine um, sales tactics because sales is a good thing. Some people misconstrue it and they go at anyone that, that uses sales. Sales tactics are completely fine. It's just when it crosses the border in terms of when your reviews are fake, in terms of when the social proofing is fake, your time time frame in terms of sense of urgency. If you don't buy this today, the course will never be available tomorrow. Those are the kind of things you need to look out for, I think. And on that point, actually, which leads me quite nicely to my question, how do you personally maintain a brand or reputation that is, look, I'm selling stuff. Of course, I'm trying to tell you something if it's right for you. Yeah. but also be someone that people like, laugh at, laugh with, have fun with. But like, you know, how do you balance that? Because I think people go one way or the other. They yeah. don't sell, they're scared of it. They stay mm, kind of there, which I've kind of personally been to or going through. And then there's people who sell and who are just not liked. How yeah. do you balance it? So I think, I sell. Sorry, I, I, let me just, can I add to that? I think automatically when you're doing any kind of education, especially in property, it's like you're shunned upon, you know, it's like, oh, here he goes. His man's coming out with his sales. He's going to do this. You know, it's just, you're put into that bad bracket of, uh, you know, that place up North with that name, the guy yeah. shares, you know, <laughs> the name which I'll not mention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, do you know what? I think it's intentionality. I don't hide it. I think every single tech knows me as in, I sell mentoring courses. I don't, I don't, I tell every single person. So I think, because it's not hidden and it's not done in a sleazy way, it's guys, I'm going to give you so much value, but there's a reason I'm giving you so much value is because if you want the full package, there's a price to it. And that's why you will hear me say on social media, Hey guys, I'm running a training course. This one's free. This one is paid. But when it's done in a coy kind of way in terms of, Hey, it's free, 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 free. By now everyone knows you're going to get sold to at the end. So you might as well make them feel comfortable knowing that, there is going to be a sales process, but it's not going to be forced. But as I said, I'm very intentional about selling. I've put money into something. It's an investment. I've put money into ads. I've put money into a venue. You are going to get sold too. It's not going to be forceful, but I'm going to use the skills that I've practiced to ensure that my conversion is a lot higher. But I think a lot of people, you, you are very right. A lot of people fear the judgment that comes with the education space because they there's been a lot of people that tarnish it and there are some witches in the industry that are so focused on bringing people down. Um, but I think mm, people, there's a whole Facebook group for it, man. Yeah. Uh, it's a bunch of losers to be completely honest with you. I, I think was in that group recently. Um, do you know what I had to do? I had to, um, I bet I had a bet with myself. Because that group is quite addictive. It's trash, but it's quite addictive. It's, it's like watching some shitty TV, like Housewives yes. of Atlanta or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's like, a load of is she going to slap her? They're going to beef? What's going on? So I, I had to bet myself because I found myself going on there all the time. And I thought, hold on, you are attracting bad energy, number one, by keeping mm. going there. Because I'm like, are they talking about me? Have they said this about me? And then I said, that, hold on one second. Every time you go on that group, you've got to pay yourself £10. And I stopped learning that group. 
I only go, I only, and I made it, I, I had a full on conversation saying only ever go in that group if you're scrolling through and you see it. And then just, I think two days ago, I was scrolling through Facebook and then I saw the group clicked on it and I saw my name and I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> I ain't got time for people. I learned one thing in life. As much as I know anyone that wants to get into business, don't copy me. I can handle this because I came from nothing. I'm happy to go back to nothing. I'm not allowing one person to ruin my name. So I'm ready to fight. If it means I've got to go for the low blow, I'm going to cuss your mum. And they're going to say, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, listen, I'm going straight. Forget about reputation. Rude man. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. If you're going to ruin my reputation, let me ruin it. Because then I can manage it. Because some of these people, they just do too much. As I said, I don't know if I remember, I think I told you, James, I took someone to court. Most of these people on these groups, they don't realise that it's a, it can be a legal offence. I took someone to court for writing about me on Facebook and I won. And he's yes. he paid damages. Well done. I, but I've kept all of that quiet. I did a whole 22-minute YouTube video, which I can't bother to release because my, my lawyer said I've got to send it to him to make sure I haven't said this and this and this. But I'm ready for anyone nowadays. Let me just live mm. my life. I'm not troubling you. I just know that there's a legal system. As far as I'm concerned, in the whole Facebook property group stuff, I'm the first one to sue someone successfully and win just for chatting shit. And I'm ready to go again. That's what gives me the confidence now. That's why I keep talking about go through stuff so that you build up that confidence. Like embrace embrace the attack. People are going to chat shit. They're bored. You mm-hmm. don't see anyone that's genuinely got time on their hands. So, so I know, James, you've got kids. You're also working on projects. James is not going to wake up in the morning to go and chat shit on someone else's because that time that you're spending going back and forth with me, that's time you're missing out on your development and time you're missing out on your kids. That's my logic. That's why I said I'm going to cuss yeah. anyone. And my cusses is not going to be as dignified. I'm not <laughs> the most eloquent and I can't write. So I get some of these haters who can write proper structured sentences. They're like, well, TJ, you said this according to this. I'm like, shut up, man. You're a waste, man. That's my way of communicating. And they're going to say, how dare you talk to me? Bro, all gloves are off, bro. Mate, so, you're going to have the spell police after you. But, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, technically, you spelled this, and you're supposed to write I get them every day. Hey, like, let me live my life. Let me live my life. So You know what, man? I love your approach. It's, it, it, it's just like someone says something, bam. Like, I'm not having it. It's, it's, having just it. shut your mouth. It's done. But you know what? That was practice. It was, mm. it was practice because I, I went looking for it in many cases. So, for example, some of my ads. Um, so, I, again, I run ads for my training business to get people to come to the events pre-COVID. And um, I would get people coming on my ads. Oh, you're dodgy. And one of my ads was targeting one of my ads was targeting um, Africans. It was essentially saying, listen, I'm an African. I'm doing OK. I want to show other Africans how they can do it. Then I'll get the little racist people coming and saying, "Oh God, well why don't you all go back to Africa then?" And I was, <laughs> I would wake up every single you, you learning to buy property in Nigeria, are you? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. So you guys, so, oh, I'm guessing there's no properties over in Africa then that you could. <laughs> but I loved it, and I would wake up, straighten up myself, sit in front of my desk, and type back at them. But that built up my confidence to 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 realize that. Most of these people, they're trolls. They don't even mm. expect you to bite back at them. They don't expect you to say anything back. And when you say something back, they flip it into something emotional. And that's why I said, listen, I'm going to say what I, what I want to say. Because you said what you wanted to say. There was no construct. You didn't care about my feelings. And I'm not saying I'm a bad person. I'm saying I'm doing this for a reason. I'm trying to build up my, my confidence to the place that I don't genuinely care what you have to say about me. 
I don't care. I don't care anymore what you have to say about me. And it's I, true. I, who who has like no one successful? I mean, some people have a little bitch and stuff, but no one who is successful genuinely or is doing shit has time. Like you barely get time to make your own content, let alone you know now what I mean. You want me to now entertain you on a battle between losers, mate. When I got my book, um, what was this book? I, um, my my property book, the borrowed property strategy. When I dropped that, I had one guy, one old man. He was like, "Oh, so what's your experience then? How oh, that you're selling a book?" I'm like, "Buy the damn book." <laughs> well, I'm not gonna buy. He said, "I'm not gonna buy a book um, if I don't know about the author." And I was like, "Let me break this down." And I got into this, and I was like, "Let me break this down because you're not getting it. The whole idea of me writing the book is for you to get to know more about me. So why am I going to spend time telling you? And if you're not interested, don't buy the book." Then he said something about, "Oh, well, I saw you did it. You had a bestseller. I saw you sold out." But it's guess what he said? He said it's because we had run out of tissue. This was at the beginning of lockdown. So he goes. But he was trying to be smart. He was like, yeah, he was proper smart. That one got to me, though. I was like, uh-huh. that, that's, that, that's a good wrote, one, though. I wrote back to him. I said, bro, that's a good one. I said, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Said, oh, I guess it's because um, the population have run out of tissue. That's why you sold out your book. Oh, and it was discounted. I said, his name was John. I said, John, you are a sad old man. I said, if you're bored, <laughs> let's have a conversation. And then I just carried on twisting it, talking about how he's lonely and how he's sad. And yeah, he disappeared eventually. They don't want it. They don't want it. They don't want it with me. The thing is, though, you know what? You say they don't want it yet, but probably with you. But some of them, especially this Facebook group we're thinking of, oh my God. Like sometimes when you read, like now they're posting about like man, man's having an affair and all this stuff. They're not even talking about property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're posting about it. And you just think you lot like are just. Have you, have you noticed the people on there? Like every single one of them are not doing much. Simple, simple. They're not, they're no, not. but no, TJ, you are wrong. They are saving the world. They are the messiahs from people like you, TJ, selling your property courses That's and ripping true. us off. They're oh, saving yeah. us from you. Do you know what, guys? Forgive me. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Have yeah, they mentioned you in there, Ted? <laughs> yeah, sad. they mentioned both of us in a way, and me. Remember the but one? You, where we... Oh, yeah, yeah, but you get more hate than me anyway. Yeah, but that's because you know when you, when fame you reach certain levels, it just TJ. You know what it is. Yeah, James, James, you'll get there soon. A couple more Listen, months. No, I'm just waiting for that. I'm Levels, just waiting to the day I can just turn around to someone and say your mum, and that's yeah, it. That's, your mum. You remember you know that what? kid in school always yeah, used to clash you with one That's your why mom. Be that one liner. And yeah. you know, I, anyway, I laugh at my own jokes. So I'll just be like, I don't have a lot of time for this, but your mum. And I'll start packing up myself. I would even do a video. I'll do a video saying, <laughs> and they'll be so confused because they're like, and then they'll say, oh my God, it shows how immature you are. I had one of those with, um, she's a local witch. Again, who, if, if you'll know who I'm talking about, the most famous witch in the property industry. I had a back and forth with her and um, it just went in and out. And I just did what I did, which is just go irrational. You're trying, because she's smart, she knows how to write. I just went irrational. I was like, Wait, you're asking me for my credentials. You're asking me because I had sourced the development of 53 units and I was about to take it on. And I posted a video touring it saying, I've just signed up. I've just signed this deal. Here's the developer in front of me. The developer's shaking my hand saying, well done. Can't wait to sign the paperwork, blah, blah, blah. Deal, deal didn't go for anything, by the, by the way, due to the person I sued. But um, mm-hmm. she then said, what's your credentials? Why would somebody give you 53 units? And I'm like, bro, if you want me to teach you this stuff, I can teach you. Come to my course, yeah. Come to my course. And he goes, well, that goes back to what I'm talking about. Why should you be selling a course? I'm like, pay for the course and find out first. You can't. 
like, let's be logical. You can't beef me about something you don't know anything about. Ask any of my customers. Reviews are all there. Ask them, did they get value for money? Are they in property? Are they in service? But you don't want to do that. Because but you know what? Something that always, you know, especially with you, right? Because you, you are unapologetically yourself here, which I love. Yeah. And on your Instagram, I remember a few things because they were funny where you said something like, tell me a secret or something. Yeah. And people just told you like people actually told. I mean, obviously someone could be joking, but some I was like, nah, this seems like legit. Like one of them was like, yeah, my girlfriend's sister is hot. What do I do? And one was like, I fancy my cousin or some madness. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no way. I was like, how? I was like, TJ is the plug. I'm I'm telling all sorts of stuff. (laughs) So my question is, yeah. When you got people seeing that, and obviously me and James and et cetera, et cetera, we laugh at it, it's great. But there's a lot of people, potential customers who see that and might say, oh, how uncouth. I could never work with this TJ chap. I've do you, do you, I yeah. Like, I don't care. I'll tell you why I don't care. Um, because it's me. Now, th- there is an argument because people say, well, do you know what? This is me. And I genuinely say that. Most people, when they say that, I brush it aside. Because me is a very fluid concept. We are forever changing. So you say, well, this is me, which means I'm a rude person. I'm arrogant. I'm this. No, this is genuinely me in terms of I came into business to have as much fun as possible. Money is actually second. I'm intentional about money, but anything I do, if it's boring, I'm out. I'm completely out. So for me, Instagram is fun. So mm. when there was a time when I, oh, let me show you guys this. I don't know if you guys have seen my little wig, but yeah. Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce, come yeah. on. Sad life that I live. <laughs> the first time I put the wig on, I did a little Instagram funny little skit or something. And someone came on my, on my DM, some young lady said, oh, I've just found your page. And um, it's really sad to see what I've just seen. You wearing a wig. And I was actually going to sign up to your training course, um, but I don't. And then she even suggested, she said, oh, I would suggest you maybe get two pages. I'm like, who's got time? I don't even have time to run one page, let alone two pages. I also realized something. People know that when it comes down to business, I'm very serious. But I also have a jokey side. I think this actually works to my benefit because it shows out of everyone else, I have a personality. Can this person deliver? Yes, because all the reviews are on my page. All my clients are on my page. When it comes to teaching what I know, I'm serious about it. But I care more about having fun. I care more about being able to smile. If training became so serious for me that I had to change and be really stiff and proper, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. If you come to any of my events, if you come to me being on stage, even the introductory where people don't know me from from anywhere, I'm still me completely because it's just going to be so disingenuous and you're going to pay me for something and it's going to be the most driest and boringest thing ever. And you're just not going to get value. Yeah. Really, really good points there. I like that. TJ, I've got a question for you, man. Um, Before we wrap it up, three top tips why somebody should have a mentor or be on a mentoring program. Oh, good. Um, I think I've got one. Um, I don't like doing (laughs) Find two more. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I see mentoring as a superpower. So a mentor is technically Superman or Batman, whoever you prefer. Think about it this way. If you're about to go down a street... And you don't know this, but you're about to get mugged as you turn a left-hand corner. Your mentor is usually someone that's been there, done that, and is currently doing. So it means they've walked down that street already. They've already taken that left corner. So they know that there's some road mug mugger about to mug you. So they can say, oh, yo, TJ, 
don't go down that route. That's all you need a mentor for. That's why you've got to be careful who you're paying for mentorship. Don't go and pay someone who literally bought their first property yesterday. Now they're teaching you because how can they be your Superman? How can they be your superhero? Because they don't know the direction and they haven't walked in that direction. Some of them are the muggers anyway. (laughs) 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 That's so true. Yeah. The mentor is the mugger just waiting for you around the corner. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to accept that one, James. I'm going to I like that. that. That was good, man. That was yeah, good. we don't need two more. Right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Property Duo. TJ, you've been fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. That was as engaging and funny as we thought it would be. Um, we'll put your Instagram tag and your website and all your details in the show notes. So if people want to admit secrets to you, do some training with yes, you. please. I do, <laughs> I do the twice a month. Boom, see Auntie Tionce. Whatever they want to do, they can go and do that. So TJ, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, James. Thank you. Tim. Thank you, mate. Anytime. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.